Finch. You fall through a magical stream. Swirling bright lights of pink, blue, purple, and green surround you. The black orb is clasped in your grip as you fall. The swirling lights around you get brighter and brighter and turn to a swirl of yellow, red, and brown before you eventually fall face first onto the ground again. Prone on your belly, holding the black orb, you look up from this prone position and standing right over you are four familiar faces. Astra, Keth, Doroth, and Felomir stand over you. Oh, it looks like they pulled you through the portal too, huh? Ugh, this is getting old. Yeah, we gotta stop meeting like this. And as the five of you look around, you find that you are in an autumn forest landscape. Trees with red, orange, and yellow leaves that constantly float down peacefully. You stand on a smooth, straight dirt path. Each direction fades into the forest horizon. This place is nice. Kind of reminds me of home. Yeah, but where are we? I'll look around to see if there's like a... uh, Are we on like a road or are we just in the middle of the forest? You're on a road, a dirt path... It's kind of well-trodden. It's nice and packed down. And it's very peaceful here, but the road leads straight in both directions. Is there like a signpost or anything around? No signs. (laughs) Can I maybe uh, see some footprints? Uh, Maybe I couldn't tell from like a horse hoof, but someone's shoe print, I could tell which way people are walking towards the most. Give me a survival check. Ten. It seems that all Trek seems to be going in both directions, and there's no human footprints, and actually you just don't really recognize what kind of footprints these are. <laughs> Wonder what they could be. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, both ways seemed well-traveled, but I don't recognize these prints at, at all. Wait, it's not like an animal? or? I mean, it, it's probably an animal. It's definitely not human. Yeah, it appears to be some sort of strange creature. What? Well, this is a very beautiful peaceful area it seems yeah i don't think any direction we choose will be the wrong one (laughs) (laughs) into the forest we go you know what i like the way you think felomir let's just flip a coin okay i'll pull out a gold coin and i will flip it all right even is heads yeah but what is heads? <laughs> north or south? Uh, let's just go north. <laughs> Sounds good enough to me. I'll put the coin back up and start walking. I will follow. And as you trek down the road, fading into the distance together, eventually a small village comes into view. Welcome to the Four Orbs Thanksgiving Special. First, this little village seems like any other village you have traveled through. But quickly, you notice what makes this town special. Thinking back, the sign at the entrance should have been the biggest clue of what you were about to find. Because here in Turkey Town, the citizens are all turkeys. Gobble folk. <laughs> Gobble folk! Yo! God. Gobble folk behave in this town just like any other small hamlet. 
There's a gobblefolk blacksmith, a gobblefolk tailor. The merchants in the market are all gobblefolk. <laughs> I am so down. This <laughs> There are little gobblefolk children playing in the streets, gobblefolk elders smoking from pipes on their porches, and as they see you enter into the town, they eye you suspiciously. They start to walk behind you, slowly as you move further into the town. What in the hell is this? Finch, you quickly realize that the footprints you saw on the ground were actually like claw feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How big are these gobblefolk? Oh, they're roughly four feet tall. Sort of humanoid shaped, sort of turkey shaped. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> They're just like, a real nightmare. I mean, yeah, like, what kind of like, abomination of our God is this? Ex- explain. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need a more detailed explanation. <laughs> well, I think I figured out what was making the tracks. I say, look around, wide eyed. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. What are these things? <laughs> I've never felt so out of place. You said they were starting to get close to us or watching us or yeah, something? Yeah, it's like you're walking through the street, heading like deeper into town, and they're just kind of like lo- looking at you suspiciously and start to follow as you. Uh, I'll just kind of like nod, you know, at someone, <laughs> kind of give like a wave, like just to see if I can get a gobble folk that, that's nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, we'll say like a couple of them see you nod and wave, and they kind of like nod in a stern way towards you. Okay. <laughs> Eventually, you make your way into the town square. There you look around where others have gathered. Long tables for a feast have been set out. The tables have been set with dining ware, and off to the right is a large cooking station. Iron stoves, fire pits, prep tables, everything a chef would need to make a feast, including tons of ingredients. A town hall stands on the other side of the square. The double doors burst open, and a gobblefolk waddles out. He wears a monocle and a top hat. And these must be the heroes of the holiday plague. <laughs> I'm just gonna like look like back and forth at us and yeah. just point to my chest. You, you mean us? Yes. I have questions. Of course you do. <laughs> Who are you? Well, I am Hank Gibbons. Hank Gibbons. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I guess I guess we are the heroes of the holiday realm. Planes. <laughs> <laughs> Planes. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, we just had the the pumpkin guy just uh, not too long ago. Pumpkin King. Ah, yes. You killed Jack O' Lantern twice and released Lord Dracula. Yeah, he rose up a big city from the sea and everything. Yes, which is why I have trapped you here forever. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm I'm sorry. Yes, I have trapped you here. Why? Because I must help the Frost Lord and his plane plans. <laughs> but I will tell you this. My allegiance will sway if you prove yourself worthy. And how are we supposed to do that? Well, as you can see, we have prepped a feast. If you can make a feast worthy of our standards, I will release you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. (laughs) But in order to make that feast, you must collect three ingredients from our realm and use them in the dishes of your three-course meal. What are those ingredients? Well, you will need the double dewdrops from the large yam trees of the forest of gratefulness. (laughs) Sorry, what was that? 
but... <laughs> you want me to say it as Dave, or do you want me to say it as Dave? <laughs> Dubber dew drops from the what? The dupper. Dew du- drops. Dupper. Like dinner supper. Dupper. Oh, oh, oh. Dupper dew drops. Yeah. Dew drops from what? The large yam trees. The large yam tree. In the forest of gratefulness. And what else? The second ingredient will be the blillion berries from the Ditch of Dangers. That's going to be good. The blillion berries. What? Blillion? I thought you were saying bullion, like a bullion cube. <laughs> That's what that I That makes heard. sense. Blillion. Well, what the, what the <laughs> fuck is a blillion, Dave? What the fuck is a bullion berry? <laughs> <laughs> like a bullion cube. Yeah, but a berry, though? But in its... Little, little it makes cubes. more sense probably than whatever Dave came up with. Yeah, <laughs> is a real word at least. Spell Lillian. Uh, B-L-E-L-L-I-O-N is how oh I spell it. Oh And why? Because this is a fantasy world where I make up names. And this is from the ditches. Ditch of Danger. <laughs> <laughs> and the third ingredient is the Pear Bear Peanuts. <laughs> from the fur of pears of the autumn wood. These three ingredients must be core ingredients of your three-course meal. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds simple enough, I think. What if we don't know how to cook? Well, you'll be trapped here until next year. Mr. Gibbons, uh, could you give us a second? Of course. Can can we have a a huddle, guys? Can we huddle up? Like, encourage us to huddle up. Gather around. Can we just kill this guy? Can we just can we just just kill him? I don't know if we would get out of this realm again if we did something like that. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot of these turkey things around. What the fuck is up with that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if we can we we can handle all of them. Can we cook them? Yes. <laughs> They're, they're a little sentient for me. Game. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I guess we gotta find these ingredients. Yeah. Step one, I guess. And then we can. We'll just go from there. We can. We can whip something up. It won't be that hard. You will find these locations. <laughs> <laughs> one on the eastern road. One on the northern road. And one on the western road. All right. Well, I guess we'll get to it. Good luck. <laughs> I'm going to start slowly turning towards the eastern road. All right. So you head towards the eastern road. And out of the town square, you head towards the forest of gratefulness. So the five of you head in that direction. And as you walk through this forest, you eventually find a section where the trees seem to have become enlarged. These trees are also the only trees you have seen that have green leaves despite the season. As you are looking up at them, everyone give me a dexterity save. Mm. 15. 18. 24. 15. 18. A large droplet of water falls off of a bed-sized leaf and lands between all of you. The force of the splash does 4 damage, and this is half because you succeeded. (laughs) <laughs> Where's all this water coming from? It's coming from those exceptionally large leaves, I believe. Oh, that must be where the double dewdrops are. <laughs> that lines up. I'll uh, start climbing the tree. Okay, just to start climbing the tree. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll say that the first branch is maybe 30 feet up. So give me an athletics check. This will get you halfway there. That's a 10. All right. 
Uh, with a 10, we'll say you get, you know, halfway up and you're holding on, but you're having a very difficult time making any more moves after that. So I'll say if you want to continue, it'll be at disadvantage. All right. So I'm getting real frustrated right now and I'm going to rage. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> All right, so give me a, I guess this would be at normal now yeah. because it's not, okay. 14. 14. All right, so you make your way to the first branch and you start scooting along the edge to the first big bed bed-sized green leaf. And inside, it's basically a pool of water. Like you, you could, like a bathtub of water. Hey, these leaves are so big, I could swim in them. Y'all see no dewdrops. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll look up. I I think that is the dewdrop, Keth. The all that water. Oh, I'll uh, take out my water skin, I guess, and scoop some up. All right. So you fill up a water canteen with the dupper dewdrop. Yeah. All right. Is that all you want? Um. Yeah. I'll throw my canteen up. Okay. What's it taste like? I'll taste it. It tastes like laffy taffy. It tastes like Laffy Taffy. <laughs> <laughs> mm, Laffy Taffy. Mm. I think I saw that at the pedic. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sweet. And as you taste it, like it's got multiple fruits that kind of hit your senses. Yeah, I'm just going to sit up there and <laughs> drink it. <laughs> drink a bunch of it. <laughs> it's real good. I'll refill my water skin. <laughs> And, right. and uh, Astros. Here, fill mine up too then. All right. And toss it up there. Grab his and fill it up. All right. Well, are you two? Are you sure you should be drinking that? It tastes pretty good. I'm just going to cut my eyes at Philomir. I'll shrug at Doroth. Might as well. And toss my water skin up to Kev. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll, I'll do the same. <laughs> all right. So all five of you now have a canteen filled with Dupper Dewdrops. Well, that one was easy enough. Are you sure they didn't want the whole dewdrop? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we got to cook with it. We'd have to have a whole bathtub to cook all this water. Yeah, I guess we probably should have asked for some details on this cooking <laughs> challenge. Like, how many people are we feeding? And, uh, I mean, you saw, like, probably like eight very long tables. There's a lot. A lot of people. I don't know if they were going to be, like, judges, you know? <laughs> or... <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing... Uh, I'm uh, picturing just, like, an episode of Iron Chef, yes. honestly. Yep. <laughs> The secret ingredient is double dewdrops. <laughs> All right, so you uh, climb back down, I'm assuming, Kat? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you'll head back towards town to go to the next road. And uh, you have the north and the western road next. Let's go. North. North. <laughs> All right. The northern road leads to the autumn wood. After 20 minutes or so of walking on the road, you hear a strange noise. Womp womp! Above you, leaping from branch to branch of small trees, you see koala-like creatures hopping quickly between branches. With a quick look, you can hear the sound of hollow thuds as nuts hanging on the fur of these pear bears clank against each other. Yeah, I believe these are the pear bear peanuts that we're looking for. <laughs> oh, so we just gotta catch one of those, right? Well, let, let me let me let me see what I can do. I, I wanna. I want to speak with animals. All right, so you cast speak with animals. Excuse me, pear bears, as I wave. Womp womp, I hear you. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any extra peanuts? Peanuts, womp womp. Yes, I I'm trying to get some for, for a dinner. Are you talking about our coats, womp womp? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bears are hanging we, off of them. Yes. Okay. Pear, we need the fur of pear. <laughs> 
Right? Isn't that what it what he said? No, we need the pear bear peanuts that are hanging off the fur. So they're, they're obviously hanging, hanging off, off the fur. The okay, fur. Right. The pear okay. Bears. Yes, the uh, the little things hanging off. It, could we just get like a couple? I could trade you for some stuff, maybe. Womp womp trade. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and just make some good berries real quick. Wait, I, I've got these berries here. They'll, they'll they'll fill you up for an entire day for just one berry. One starts to kind of crawl down a tree, like head first. And he's looking at you and sniffing. Give me a persuasion check. So, all right, twenty. Womp womp. I'll try them. Womp womp. So he starts to come down, and he gets towards the ground and starts to crawl towards you very hesitantly. I'll just be as you know. I'll kind of get down on a knee and extend my arm as far out as I can. He sniffs at the uh, good berries in your palm, and uh, he like a little tongue comes out and just like grabs one. Like, it doesn't lick one off. It grabs one. <laughs> nice. A little alien tongue. He eats it. It's like, womp, womp. I like that. Womp, womp. Do we, we could trade? 10 for 10? He looks at his at his body. Womp, womp, sure. Womp, womp. And he, like, kind of rolls on his back a little bit as if he was waiting for a pet. <laughs> okay, I'll, uh, sli- I'll try and, like, gently pick them off. I'll also, I guess, maybe giving him a pet. Okay. Uh, give me an animal handling trick. Come on. Big money. Six. (laughs) (laughs) So you go and you pull the first peanut off of his fur and you feel it like kind of snap off of him. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've never done this before. Would it be easier if you took them off? Uh, Give me a dexterity save as he tries to bite you. 17. All right. You pull your hand back quickly as he snaps and then he kind of stops for a second and he looks at you and he's now standing on his on his hands. I'm sorry. Here, look. You can, you can take another one of mine. Womp womp. And he licks again. He uh, <laughs> grabs with his tongue again another berry. You can see that it actually kind of healed him as if you hurt him taking the peanut off of it. <laughs> they also give you health as well, the, the, these berries. Womp womp. I feel better. Womp womp. He starts to roll on his back again. Okay. I'll try and be more delicate this time. Give me another animal. <laughs> <laughs> 16. So uh, you don't want to snap one off and like just pull it real quickly. And so you, you massage the skin kind of near it and you could <laughs> feel that it kind of like loosens and then you pull it off and he doesn't react that time. And you get, you collect 10 of them. Awesome. I'll give him the rest of my good berries. He eats them all. <laughs> <laughs> that ought to fill you up for a while, my friend. He runs away. Well, wasn't that adorable? You think 10's enough? How big are these things? Uh, we'll say they're like, you know dog size like a uh, medium dog size the berries the peanuts oh the peanuts yeah no the peanuts are like peanut size oh well, okay <laughs> oh god uh, that's uh, assuming we have to feed all of those gobble folk um i don't know if that's gonna do it hmm. i probably still at least have five more minutes huh? <laughs> sure <laughs> what, what about you sir would you trade some good berries for for some peanuts he looks at his friend, and his friend nods at him, and he come, starts to come down. To you. <laughs> I'll go ahead and make another bet. Right, how many times can I do this? Uh, I got four times, right? If you need more, but I don't think you'll need to. We're okay. Here we go. We're good. So you're gonna do this four times and get forty peanuts? Is that no, what I'm hearing? I, I, no, because that, I cast speak with animals, and that was one of them. So I can only do it three times, but I'll do it three times for thirty peanuts. Okay, yeah. so you do it three times and collect thirty peanuts. Cool. <clears throat> and I'll turn back to all of my companions and say, all right, this has got to be enough, right? I have no idea. Are those <laughs> things safe to eat? Yeah, what do they taste like? And I'm going to take one from him and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so you take one of the peanuts and you uh, crack it open, and it's a, it looks like a normal peanut, except it has a much yellower tint to it. And you, as you taste it, it tastes like a pear. 
Oh, these are pretty good. But it has the texture and like crunch of a peanut. Tastes like a pear, but also like a peanut. I guess the name's pretty fitting. Yeah, sure. Th 30 will work. <laughs> <laughs> well, to the ditch of danger. Sounds like fun to me. Let's go. All right, so you head back into town and then go along the Western Road, which has a sign that says, Towards the Ditch of Dangers. The road leads to what looks to be a 20-foot-wide ditch that swerves and runs endless in both directions. You can hear a small stream in it, but the stream is covered by thick bramble and brush. This has got to be it. Look at all that bramble. <laughs> and brush. <laughs> Very dangerous. Do I see... definitely a ditch. <laughs> Do we see any berries? Uh, give me an investigation check. 19. You kind of look around in the bramble and brush and the thorny vines that are kind of swerving through everything. Uh, the first thing you notice is that you saw a little bit of movement. Um, it kind of went away and you kind of just turned your eyes from it looking for berries. And eventually, like, kind of in the depths of the this bramble, and you can actually see the water kind of reflecting off of the sun above, even through this uh, bramble as it finds certain rays. You can see these yellow berries that are attached to these very small green bushes beneath the thorny vines. I see some berries, but it, it looked like something was moving in there. Hmm. Maybe try Mage Hand. Yes. I cast Mage Hand. All right. So you cast Mage Hand and try to move it in there. So give me a spell check, as if it was a spell attack. 16. All right. So yeah, you uh, cast Mage Hand and push it up into the brush, and you kind of let it, it's kind of pushes its way through the vines and all the way to the bush that you can see, and you start picking berries off of it, and you float it back to you, and we'll say you collect 20 berries. Okay. Well, what do you guys think? You think we need more? What do they taste like? And I'm going to take one <laughs> and eat it. Uh, this is a little bit of a bitter taste. It almost has like a salt in it. So mm. if that tells you anything. A regular bouillon cube. <laughs> <laughs> well, these things are pretty potent. Um, That'll probably be enough. Well, sounds good to me. All right. Now that you have gathered your required ingredients, anything else that you might need for cooking is available to you at this cooking station. The five of you will work together to make the three dishes. And for this skill challenge, you will need six successes. At the end, someone will present the dish to Hank Gibbons for the performance or persuasion check. That person is up to you. For every failure before the six successes, the person will have a negative two to their check. I will give you some time here to discuss the three dishes that you would like to make. The goals of each dish, who will be presenting, and how you will disperse your proficient skills to attempt this skill cooking challenge. You will have 10 minutes. All right, for this skill challenge, you will be cooking a feast for the gobble folk. We have already taken initiative for the first round. Up first, we have Finch, what will you be doing to prep your dishes for this three-course meal? The DC will be 12 for this round. Okay, guys, step back. Give me a little bit of room. 
I'm gonna whip out my Bowie knife and kind of do like a cool twirl with it, and then uh, figure out what I need to chop, <laughs> which I think <laughs> is gonna be. Start cutting the vegetables for the uh, shepherd's pie. Yeah, I guess they could just be random vegetables. I don't have to just like start working with meat ingredients. All right, I'm gonna use my dexterity to uh, chop real good and not cut any fingers off and get it done, you know, nice, quick, and uniform. All right, so dexterity saving throw. Oh shit, are we the tofurkey? Where the beast? No. Oh, yeah. You have advantage because you're using your Bowie knife. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's 15. 15 is a success. So you start chopping up all these vegetables. And, uh, it's you, like an illusion. Like you just, I don't know. <laughs> and you just start kind of piling them into bowls for the shepherd's pie. And after Finch, we move on to Doroth. First thing I'm going to do is find a pot that I can pour all of the duffer uh, dewdrop stuff in. And then I'm going to collect all of our water skins and use my sleight of hand to expertly, all at the same time, dump them all inside of the pot. All right. And begin our reduction process, as that usually takes a while. Give me the sleight of hand. May I use a lucky die? <laughs> Not during skill challenges. Then that unfortunately will be an eight. All right, that will be a failure. So you maybe spill some dewdrop, put some dupper dewdrop off of, out of the pot, and you might have lost the quantity you need for the vinaigrette. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. We got to pivot, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Refire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and after Dorth, we move on to Keth. All right, so I'm going to go uh, all Gordon Ramsay after seeing that, and I'm going to... And just stand over Dwarf and say, What are you doing? You, you, you dungus! You dropped all the. And Fritz, you're not chopping it right! You gotta fold your fingers in or you're gonna cut the tips off! Dorth is going to go ahead and cry. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully, my tears will create enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming this is an intimidation check. Yeah, so I'm using my intimidation. Alright, so let's go ahead and get that intimidation check. <laughs> That's a crit miss. Oh no. <laughs> this isn't gonna go. We're gonna be stuck here forever. <laughs> this is where it is. <laughs> we can always just kill him. All right. So uh, it, it looks like you're probably getting it under the skin of Dorth, but then Finch just rolls his eyes at you and continues his work the way he's been doing. And after Kath, we move on to Felomir. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take that pivot I was talking about. I want to use my charisma saving throw, but okay. I'm but I'm also gonna just cast minor illusion just because to uh, put a chef's hat, a big tall chef's hat, <laughs> on my head, and because I'm seeing that this is getting off to a rough start. So I'm gonna take take the role as head chef, and start right. delegating duties. Be like, uh, Doris, don't worry about it. We still got enough. We'll just uh, use another liquid for the vinaigrette. Finch, that's a great cut. Don't worry about it. Keth, calm down and help me lift this pot. Uh, and just use a charisma saving throw. Question about minor illusion. Doesn't it not move? It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little sim triangle. <laughs> so it's just floating in one place and your body is swerving. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. All right. So your charisma saving throw. That is a 22. Hell yeah. All right. That is a success. You get the kitchen working the proper way now with that charisma saving throw. And we move on to Astra. Okay, Astra's pulling out the tofurkey and she finds a cloth that's provided and she lays it over the tofurkey and begins to cast 
destroy water to get all of the water out <laughs> yes. of the <laughs> Nice. All right. So give me a spell check. That is a 13. 13 is a success. One over. That's what you needed. So you have successfully dehydrated the tofu. Yes. Just the Pre- tofurkey. Pressed it. Yeah. Pressed, you've pressed the tofurkey. And I begin to mince it. Okay. So after Astro, we're at the end of the round. So we will take new initiatives. And on this round, we will be increasing the difficulty to 14 as the kitchen's getting hot and it's getting, you're getting in the weeds a little bit. Uh, give me our, so Astra, you're up first for the second round. What will you be doing to help out your kitchen? After I mince the tofurkey, I'm going to begin chopping um, onions for the shepherd's pie using my constitution to stay in the game and not not cry not cry all right so go ahead and give me that constitution save that is 22 22 is a success you learn from some books back in the day that you shouldn't cut the roots of the onion i believe and so you kind of flop you uh work your way around those roots and you chop but you, you get a little teary-eyed but you fight through it and you manage to get your onions all chopped and diced and we move on to Keth. Oh yeah, you're right Philander, I'm sorry. And I'll just uh, pick up the pot and <laughs> help move crying. it back into position <laughs> or whatever, whatever you needed me to help you move. Yeah. <laughs> get that pot on the stove. This is the athletics check you said? Yeah, athletics. 13. Ooh, that is a failure. So you're helping move this pot? No. <laughs> no, no. Safety and first. You you lose your hand, you lose grip a little bit, and a little bit more of that uh, duffer dewdrop falls out of your uh, pot, and you're losing more of that liquid you need for this reduction. Oops. <laughs> and after Keth, we move on to Felomir. All right, I'm going to. Uh, See that we're still having some trouble here, uh, and maybe we could use an extra set of hands. So I'm going to cast Unseen Servant to be sort of our runner, our food runner, to go get ingredients and wash out some pots if we need it and stuff of that nature. All right. 16. 16 is a success. Uh, So you got your Unseen Servant on dish duty as you continue to prepare this feast, and we move on to Doris. Potentially the last success you need. So... Doroth is is a little shaken, actually a lot shaken by the way things went with uh, his last activity. Not 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 to seem like I'm not a team player, but I'm not trying to be that hands-on. So I'm going to use my deception to make it seem like I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> You're bending down in a cooler on your phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with a rag, just like <laughs> That's going to be a... 14. Ooh, you succeed. Hell yeah. <laughs> or, but do you? <laughs> <laughs> you succeed at staying out of the way. <laughs> Someone notices, but they're like, is it weird? Finish line, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and once this kitchen starts moving at its speed, and it, but you find a rhythm with each other, you eventually get the feast prepared. And that will end the skill challenge.
Good job, team. Oof, that was hard work. Cutting it close there. The gobble folk, uh, once you have completed your dishes, come by to your cooking station in a line to be served. They each get their dishes and head back to their seat. Doris, you head over to Hank Gibbons, carrying the serving tray of the three dishes. He sits at a table alone on an elevated platform. He eyes you down as you approach. You place the serving tray down in front of him and present him the first dish. <clears throat> Mr. Gibbons. Yes? Before I present this meal, this first course, Finch, if you would please. And, and I will uh, hand him a loaded flintlock. <laughs> without, like, moving away from him or anything, I'm just going to, like, hold the flintlock into the air and just fire. <laughs> and, that's going to be the item I'm going to use in in uh, conjunction with my persuasion to uh, present this this here feast. And with the persuasion, you've had three failures during the skill challenge, so this will be a negative six okay. to your persuasion check. Uh, that's going to be a 16. 16. All right. Present the first dish. <clears throat> your first course shall be pickled pear bear peanuts and arugula salad served with fresh brie and a vinaigrette. <laughs> uh, Hank Gibbons <laughs> picks up his fork and begins to take some of this arugula salad with all the ingredients that you have now mentioned that I'm not going to read because <laughs> I'm not the presenter. <laughs> and he takes a bite. You see his beak slowly get through what he's put in his mouth and he swallows there's a little sweat on my brow. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. No, of course. Of course. <clears throat> and the second dish. And now your second course. Shepherd's pie and blillion berry gravy sprinkled upon the top. All right. Give me a performance check. Is it still minus six? Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> so there's going to be a flat roll right here. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. A persuasion check. A persuasion or performance. Okay. A presentation roll. It's going to be an 18. He takes his fork, scoops up a bit of shepherd's pie, mushes it around in his beak. You can see that, like, every <laughs> once in a while, the tongue comes out of the beak, and there's just a little bit of mashed potato on the tip. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we should have done a tableside pour for the Blillian Berry gravy. Oh, that my God. That's an item, right? Yeah. <laughs> a gravy boat. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. I love it. One of my favorites. God, this what is... meat is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a few options to choose from, but we went with a more uh, or organic choice. Oh, vegetarian. Yes. And now, your final course. A bit of dessert for your sweet tongue. Tooth. Sweet tooth. Tickling kisses. Thought we were past this. Ooh, and um, actually, I'm gonna. I would like to um, use my uh, awakened mind to message Doris and say, "Call me up. Call me up to the stage. I can help." And to assist. With the presentation of this final course, our head chef, Felomir, 
and I uh, begin to walk up with an untorched uh, creme brulee. Okay. And set it in front of him and cast Produce Flame. <laughs> For your pleasure, sir. <laughs> and, just, and just hold it up to, uh, to brulee the top of the creme brulee. <laughs> I present to you Dumper Dewdrop Creme Brulee. Toasted right in front of your eyes. He takes his spoon and he just cracks it at the top. He takes his and then dips it in and pulls out a nice hefty serving on his spoon. He places it inside of his beak. This is like the scene in Lord of the Rings <laughs> where he's eating. <laughs> <laughs> the presentation check with advantage because of fellow beer's help. It's going to be an 18. 18 is a success. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is delicious. Fucking boss mass. <laughs> I can't believe the Frost Lord has a thing against you. The five of you must be the heroes of the holiday plagues. I will release you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but first, you must partake in our feast. I hope we made dishes for yourself. Oh, uh, we we wouldn't dare. This was all for you. You see me in the kitchen eating out of a pan. <laughs> oh my god, that's so real. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> and the five of you kind of partake in the festivity, kind of keeping to the side, not really mingling with the gobble folk as you feel a little kidnapped. <laughs> and eventually, once they have completed their feast, Hank Gibbons walks over to you. And he puts his feathery hand on each of your shoulders, sending you back to where you came. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you're grateful. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now let's all get a big gobble. town hall stands on the other side of the square. The double doors burst open and a gobblefolk waddles out. He wears a monocle and a top hat. And these! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna make it. God damn it! Why wasn't I ready? I would, I would have fucking loved to film that. Yeah. That was too fucking funny. <laughs> you should have. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, this is, there's no way this is going to work. Hold on, I can't shake my head with the headphones <laughs> on. No, Dave, it's irrelevant. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> We're going to have yeah. to leave. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't know how many times you're going to talk like this guy. <laughs> I want you to try, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go and hit boons off. I'm gonna like try and radio silence myself for a second. Yeah, if you could just like mute us. So <laughs> yeah. I definitely can't look at you. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's leaving. <laughs> he just. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
and these must be the two god heroes. <laughs> and this has been the Four Orbs Thanksgiving special. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Oh man! Just voice effects. Post, post. Yeah, just do that shit they do on the like, Instagram. Do it at your desk instead of actually shaking your head. Maybe that will help. Oh no, will that work? I can't grab my face because of my beard. Well, it's like, let's be. Oh, that's worse. Way worse. Oh man, the whole outtake of this episode just needs to be from the, the start of you trying this voice until we finally get going again. <laughs> Remember that's Patreon content. I don't know. I'll let you yeah, know. You really need just the listener to appreciate the journey. I can't grab because of my beard again. break already. Alright, here we go. We're gonna do it. Alright. <clears throat> Serious face. Because I have to do this voice because it's canon already. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs>